I'm Laura from Dark Moon Dice. I make handmade dice sets, and you can find me on Instagram at darkmoondice or on my website at darkmoondice.co.uk. I will be playing Eden, the Aladrin Warlock and ex-Royal Spy. I'm Daniel from Detailer Woodworking. I make wooden gaming accessories such as dice chests, dice trays, even wooden swords. You can find me on Instagram at Detailer Woodworking or on my website, detailerwoodworking.com. I'll be playing Erdin Septa, the elven bloodhunter, who sees his travelling companions as a means to an end. Hey, I'm Abby from Trade and Tested. I make dice trays, dice bags, tray bags, and I also sell the odd occasional dice set. You can find me on Instagram at Trade and Tested, and you can also find me on Facebook too. I'll be playing Anarchist, the tiefling druid. She has a very dodgy Welsh accent. She's very charismatic, but also judgmental too. I'm Kerry from Tabletop Crafter. I do 3D prints, make dice bags, candles, jewellery, uh, and other D&D accessories. You can find me at Tabletop Crafter on Instagram. I'll be playing Amy, the happy-go-lucky paladin, who wants peace, not war, and thinks everybody should just be friends. My name is Drew Murray from Master Tier Gaming a professional games mastering service that you can use to play games like Dungeons & Dragons, Call of Cthulhu, Star Trek Adventures, or anything else that you like. Contact me if you want to have your own game run by a professional games master. You can contact me via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, on Twitch or on YouTube, or you can get in touch directly via the website, mastertiergaming.com. I will be the Dungeon Master for today's session. I think I was around seven when it first happened. It sticks really vividly in, in my memory as a key moment from my childhood. So there was me, there was Vaughn, and I was Tia, and we were all playing out in the woods near the camp. Um, weren't too far from the huts and things, it wasn't too bad. And um, it was just like a normal morning, really. We used to play up all the time. Um, so we were playing Vaughn's favorite green swords. And the aim of the game was for whoever had the sword was on and had to catch the other players. Once the other players had been caught, you handed the sword over to whoever had been caught. That was the game, aim of the game. So Vaughn was on and he was running after me and I was running and running and running. And I, I, I got a fair distance away from him by this point. So we, I was going this way and Vaughn was following me and Tia, Tia came from this direction and she tripped me up hate her for that. I used to hate her for that. Anyway, um, so she tripped me up and I tumbled. I kept tumbling and tumbling and tumbling. Um, and I suddenly stopped and I was just angry. I was so angry. So angry that she'd done it. I'd got so far away from Vaughn. Anyway, I tumbled into the wildflowers and stopped. And I just suddenly felt some sort of primal rage from within me. There was sort of a deep growl that came from like the bottom of my diaphragm. And it was sort of a noise that I've never really made before. It was a bit strange, but it didn't frighten me. And I felt quite comfortable with it. So all of a sudden, I started to get a tingling sensation in the first the tops of my fingers. And then it moved up my hand and then up my arm and up my shoulder and across my chest and into my head and then all the way down to my feet. And I stood up and I, I was still tingling all over. And I looked down and I was covered in fur. I was so confused by this at this point. And I tried to shout, Vaughn, dear, and all that came out was, rah, rah. I turned around, and Vaughn and Tia were just staring at me. They were at 50 feet away, 
and they were just staring. When I, who I would assume was me, they screamed and ran. They ran back to the camp as fast as they could. And it was only at that point that I'd realized I wasn't normal pink colored, green colored anarchist. I was covered in fur. I had no idea what had happened. All I knew the all I knew was that I was really angry with them. And I didn't have a clue what was going on. So I ran back to camp. The people in the, the druids, everybody within the camp, captured me, locked me in a cage. And it was only when Mug, my trainer, who was then my trainer, came and found me and realized what had happened. I was known as a bit of a prodigy in the camp. Um, and it was from then on that Mug took me under his wing, along with some others. But he was my main trainer for many, many years. And I'll always fondly think of him. And I suppose I've got to thank Volunteer for that because they sort of unlocked the bear within me as much as I hate them to this day. So yeah, that's where the bear came from. Some time has passed, not a long time, but as this time has passed, conversations have been had, stories shared, and this constant sense of searching for something has been felt by everyone. Everyone's looking for something slightly different, but it's leading them all on the same trail. These thoughts pass through them as they draw their weapons and see the sight before them. Down below, off the ridge that they're standing on, is a pit. This pit goes down for quite some ways. There is a circular dugout pattern like a quarry being designed. This quarry leading somewhere deep into the earth. Large chunks of dirt and rock being hurled out in barrows by the strangest of creatures. A combination of uh, humanoid, elven, human, and dwarven forms in various states of disease and decay. Herking these large sacks, stones, and tools about under the watchful gaze of these strange demonic forms. It has been three days of Erden tasting the air, getting his footing, following every clue that he could, and he finally managed to track down where Lurgas went. It is here. This is the site that is in front of the party. They feel that they must act, but how do they act? Now to you guys. What do you want to do? Mm. Can we get a sense of how many people are down there? There's about 20 people up on the surface, but you know that there are people coming up and down every 15 minutes. Have they noticed us? No. No. Is there anybody within our vicinity? Like, where we are? Like, not where we are, but can we see anybody? There isn't anyone out of the valley. Okay. Um, what time of day is it? Heading to dusk. Okay. Uh, can I locate object then? Mm. Although, what's the range on it? Can we uh, see Lurgas, or do we just know he's around somewhere? You don't see him in particular, no. So the my detect uh, locate object is works within a thousand feet of me. Nice. So, would I know an item of clothing that he was wearing, a symbol? Was there anything? 
that mm. I could recall. Well, you know that he has the real blade. Uh, somewhere, so. And I know what it looks like because Eden had it. Had what we thought was the re- what we thought yes. the real blade uh-huh. looked like. Made it look exactly like it. Uh, okay. I am going to cast locate object at second level. I think. Am I? Uh, yeah, yes. it's it's a second level spell. Um, yeah. The object is in motion, know the direction of its movement. A thousand feet of you. You yes. know that uh, the Fey Blade is down that pit. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Any sense of which direction? Not just down, but left, <laughs> right. Can I get a pinpoint uh, on it? <laughs> <laughs> it's down and sort of northwestwards from you. Would any of us be able to kind of just from looking see like kind of understand what it is they're doing? Like why are they digging a pit? Like I don't know who would be best at knowing that or checking that. Yeah. Like uh, is it some sort of ritual or is it like I don't know. Uh someone give me an arcana check and someone give me an insight check. Mm. Um, can do insight. My insight's plus four. Oh yeah, I was going to say yes. I'm not very good at. Oh no, I do have good insight, but I know Arcana's not really me either. Thirteen. Thirteen was that? Yeah, thirteen. Sorry. Right. And yours was insight. Yeah. Fifteen Arcana. Laura, are you Arcana? <laughs> no, I'm going to get a uh, plus three. Okay, I've got zero. So. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right, that's me then. Um, <laughs> go, go, go. I'm the winner. That's a natural 20. <laughs> Yay! You chose well. Which one was it the peach or was it the banana? Today? No, these are my new blue with like gold leaf flakes in them. Ooh, Though I do have my other ones I got from Carrie, which like the green and like orange. <gasps> and these are the other ones that I got from Carrie, which are like Pinky, bluey, but anyway, the, the winner was this. <laughs> that was on the dice. Point B. Point B. <laughs> right, uh, with the insight, Anarchus, um, sort of hunkering down, having a look. Um, anyone looking at her eyes uh, will see the irises change shape subtly. Uh, they narrow uh, into cat-like, feline eyes and then widen and kind of take this near-figure-eight shape, uh, and then they settle back down into circles. Uh, She gazes over the operation and manages to determine that the uh, larger demonic forms, which look to be just bodybuilding humans, um, but with strange spikes piercing through the skin and clothing, um, they've got glowing eyes. They seem to be watching over these other beings who seem to almost certainly be undead of some description, uh, but not a normal zombie. The digging to try and uncover something, the way that everything's uh, moving, the way that the, the work shift patterns are going, they're trying to dig something up or gain access to something underground. They're not mining for resources. Uh, that's clear. They're, they're basically just bringing things up and dumping it to the side to get down to a thing. Uh, Eden, 
uh, sort of standing as the wind is blowing uh, across her clothes, creating this billowing um, as she's watching on this ridge line. She notices that a lot of these zombies uh, are not behaving normally. These being created by some not arcane magic, but divine. This is some being of great power. Perhaps uh, a deity of death uh, has created these, uh, or it may even be fiends themselves, but it's not arcane magics that are animating these. Uh, this wouldn't be the same kind of zombies that uh, if you had the training you would uh, manage to raise, or some necromancer. They're also diseased, and the demons are not pure demons. They are possessing mortal forms. This looks to be the result of what would happen if Xander remained possessed for an extended period of time. Their bodies mm. are transforming and becoming acclimatized to their possessors. Speaking of Xander, is he with us just now? Xander is not with you. Cool. Uh, you will have Sheniel with you. Right, okay. That would be in terms of NPCs. Okay. So, can you tell us that? That, that that's what's going on? Uh, Sheniel uh, doesn't know uh, that. Oh, yes, doesn't. yes. I'll obviously tell the group everything. Cool. Yeah, how, yeah. how many is there? They're in there. Uh, there are three demons. Um, Annika's will be able to spot the, the numbers uh, with her insight. Uh, there's three demons and 17 zombies. Uh, uh, okay, and it's just the zombies that are bringing stuff up to the surface? That's right. Um, Erdin turns to everyone and is like, so, um, I take it we're all agreed. Let's, come on, let's go. Everyone, weapons out. This will be good to break up the monotony a bit. It's been a while. But those, those are people. They're they like Xander. were people. No, but the, like, just like Xander was when Begazor was in him. We we can't kill them. We have to save them. Unco- not them unconscious, fine. That's fine. Exercise the demons, pull them out. Like How we rotted do these people look? Like, are they like? Yeah. Like, like there's no coming back. Like, even if they're exercised, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, what of their bodies? Like, it will know that if uh, the demon spirits are pulled out of these bodies at this point, there won't be enough of them left to continue living. Like, strictly speaking, an argument could be made philosophically that there's still something of them in there, <laughs> but they can't survive without the demons in there right now. Unless you have another spirit to sh- shove into the body. How far? Kindly. Very kindly. So how far are they from each other? Like, what's their, ra- what's their range from one another? The, the zombies? Uh, uh, demon-wise, uh, they're spread out over about 60 feet between them. Um, uh, in almost a, a circle around this pit. Uh, the zombies are all bunched together in groups of like two or three as they're dragging these carts and wheelbarrows up. Okay. So how far- they come up? Yeah, or how far is one group of zombies from the other? Like, what's the distance? Uh, it tends to be about 15 to 20 feet between groups of zombies. Okay. Uh, the hole itself uh, looks to be a- about, like, two wagons across. So you're looking at 30 to 50 mm, feet. That's not a huge hole. I was thinking of a bigger hole. How deep mm. is it? It's not that deep, right? It looks to be going quite deep. From the angle that you're at, you can't see the bottom of it. Right, so we can murder people up top and the people in the pit won't see us, is what I'm asking. Yes, that's right. That's all I wanted. Okay. 
You mean peacefully put people to rest? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Amy, not... Yes, um, how would you deal with it, Amy? What are you suggesting? <laughs> I mean, I would deal with it, of getting the demons out and letting them die in their natural human or whatever state. But that will probably take too long. I mm. get that. And would probably yes. be so painful. Mm, yes. But, I mean, all right, fine. Quick and as painless as possible. Absolutely. Awesome. Yep. Erden's <laughs> got his crossbow out. <laughs> as possible, Erden. No pulling fingernails off. No, like, bow, like crossbow on someone's like crossbow. Yeah. Quick no, and painless. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Um, Erden, Erden has really good range on his crossbow and he's a pretty good shot with it. He could just stay up here and just start picking them off someone else. I don't Speaking know. of, uh, Erden, Hello. could you give me a perception check, please? Yes. Um, 16. 16. Yeah, I get plus 5 now on that. As you are discussing the best course of action, the hairs on the back of your neck prick up <gasps> and you can sense. hear this beating in the wind gigantic bat wings oh no <laughs> turning slowly you see that hovering over the pit is a winged creature not unlike Lurgas but it's not him and he initially looks over the zombies then looks up and scans the horizon looks in your direction not clear if he's seen you yet. Ah, shit. Everybody stay really still. <laughs> yeah. Don't move. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I've just like frozen in place. It's like a snake. <laughs> um, 13, Drew. Brilliant. What, what's Janelle like in terms of fighting? Because... <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, strictly speaking, um, in terms of mechanics, he's not comfortable so he'll act kind of like an animal companion if you spend an action telling him exactly what to do and who to go for okay. over time he'll get more confident and capable of doing things okay. I kind of see him as like a dog just like following us around <laughs> like he's not really quite sure but he's quite happy um 18 18 on my initiative 18 Abby Nine. Nine. And Laura? Eleven. Eleven. Uh, and so uh, it will be uh, Amy and Chaniel, uh, then uh, the demons and whatnot, and then everyone else. <laughs> uh, Eden, Eden, then Anarchus. Do we get a surprise round? No. Okay. Uh, so before everyone acts, um, I would like you all to make a stealth check. Uh, oh. This will be essentially retroactive. This will uh, not oh, something that you get. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Oh, okay. no! <laughs> this isn't good. I mean, uh, crit fail, natural one. Uh, I mean, oh, shit. plus, plus oh, one. It's even worth us saying our numbers. I get, I get a plus one. <laughs> oh, dear. But, you know, with crit fails, I'm working Yeah, that's fine. I'm a paladin. Yeah, I rolled weirdly high on I'll take it. Uh, what, what what was Erden's result? Uh, 14. 14. Anarchus? 8. I don't eight. have any plus to my initiative, it's really annoying. <laughs> stealth. Was that stealth or initiative? Oh, initiative was uh, 9 before. 
Yeah, so there was a stealth was an eight. Stealth was an uh, eight. Uh, Eden? Fourteen. Fourteen, right. Uh, Anarchist and Amy, uh, you two, uh, while hunkering down close to the grass with Eden and Eden, uh, the both of them having taken the lead, uh, their elven senses warning them to danger just a hair before everyone else's, yeah. uh, they drop down. And then Eden and Eden, you'll notice that Amy and Anakis almost reflexively have leapt back up to drag Sheniel down into hiding place. And then this creature extends its arms and wings, points, and lets out a shriek. Oh, shit. Amy, you are first in the initiative. Oh. Right. We're going to die. Right. How far away from me is it? Uh, it's about a hundred feet away. Hundred feet. Oh god, right, okay. Everything I have is really close range. <laughs> um, oh god, right, okay. I will... I don't know, I don't have anything that far away. I'm just gonna have to... I might tell... Right, do I think that it's gonna have like... He's gonna be able to hit me with something from here or he's gonna have to get close. Like, do he they, doesn't do have think... any obvious ranged weapons. But magic-wise, have I got any uh, sort of idea of... If you want, um, rather than relying on the quick glimpses that you've had, you can spend your action to uh, do a religion check. <sighs> no. Uh, properly identify what this thing is. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> right. I'm gonna... Eager for that info. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm just gonna ready an action for if he gets close enough to attack him. I'm gonna ready the attack action. Okay. And I'm gonna tell Chanel to like take cover slash get behind me. <laughs> okay. Um in that case, uh Cheniel, uh will nod, place a hand on your shoulder as he steps behind you, and then there's a brief flash of light and as the light recedes you see diseased faces inches from yours the rest of you see that Amy and Cheniel are now next to the entrance of the pit why? 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 What are you doing? Can I? I'm gonna just turn around we're going to would you tell your boyfriend to knock it off? (laughs) this is why Drew was worried earlier because he remembered that this is the session where he kills everyone <laughs> oh. oh no! Uh, so, Amy, you still have your action. You've not done anything yet this turn apart from just say to him to stay behind you, and he has uh, stayed behind you. Can I? Can I, I? Can I turn around and snap at him? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, 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 I apologize. I, I simply read the situation wrong. <laughs> How, how is this it? Right. Okay. Cool. Um, I'll attack something that's near me then. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, you, you essentially teleported into the middle of a group of five zombies uh, on top of a wheelbarrow. Did he just like crit fail understanding what that meant? Or <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Right. Okay. Um, I'll attack the nearest zombie then. <laughs> All right. Which weapon are you, are you using? Your... Longsword. Longsword. Right. Go for it. 
still hits, yep. Um, right, these are zombies, but I don't think I want to smite on this one just because I want to check, like, how hardy they are. Hmm. I don't want to be wasting smites on, like, really easy things. Uh, so... Right, that would be six slashing damage. Six slashing damage, right. And uh, second attack, because I attacked twice now. Yeah, uh, he survives oh. this attack. The okay. first one. I will go again on the same guy. Alright. Uh, 20, not natural. That hits. Uh, 11 slashing damage on that one. Slashing damage. That's 17 damage total. Uh, slashing damage with your weapon. Uh, coming to your senses on top of this uh, wheelbarrow, you slash with your sword twice uh, against this uh, tall human guy. He's got uh, this strange growth happening around his eye socket uh, surrounding uh, the eye itself, so he's blind in one eye. At least he was until you split open that bit of skin. Uh, you see this yellow pus drain out, uh, and he lets out a low moan as his jaw unhinges and drags itself to the side. He then is knocked to the ground with your second blow, but he's still alive. He's slowly picking himself up, the one eye that you can see rolling back into its head. Anything else you want to do before you end your turn? I mean, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Um, I just let me have a quick. I'm just gonna quickly scan my spells because most of my things are bonus actions. Um, can I? So, Chanel, he's not like he's not really armored. He's not like so. Something's gonna go. They're probably gonna be attacked, right? He'll, he'll hmm. be targeted, and yeah. he's not really looking like he's cut out for that. Am mm -hmm. I right? Um, yeah. Right, okay. I'm going to bonus action then. Um, I'm going to bonus action sanctuary on him. Okay. So as long as he doesn't mess that up, he's fine. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right. No, okay, I'm going to do something else. Wait, can I change that? No, I, I, I didn't mean to suggest that I'm going to uh, make you're it. Right, I didn't read the end of the spell. Right, can I change that? <laughs> you, you can if you want to. Like, I'm, I'm not. No, uh, well, I'm not out to mess up your sanctuary. I'm gonna, I'm gonna swap it for Shield of Faith instead. Okay. So he gets plus two AC for the next nice. ten minutes. The thing that stopped me was that it says at the end, if the warded creature makes an attack or cast a spell that affects an enemy creature, the spell ends. And I just think he's going to... After you saying that, he's going to do something. <laughs> <sighs> okay, yeah. All right. Uh, staying on top of that uh, that wheelbarrow there. Uh, well, I suppose you are surrounded. You don't want to go for tax of opportunity there. Uh, this uh, winged creature then stretches his arms out, squawks again, and his head begins to point, elongate into a beak. His hands and wings join together, and you can see tendons snap out between the two as they join up, and he thrusts himself forward, shooting at high speed towards the people still on the ridge. So Eden, Anarchist, and Erden, you now have this creature bombing towards you at high speed. Uh, he covers 80 feet 
in the space of a few seconds. Uh, the rest of these zombies uh, clambering around, uh, the demons on the ground see you, uh, but uh, they take the weapons that they're wielding, which are these uh, sort of morning star mace things. I forget what the ones they're called when they've got a chain on. Um, but them. Flail. There we go. Uh, so they've got these flails. They're standing by the side, and uh, a couple of them sort of fling the flail over their shoulder and stand and watch everything that's going on. Uh, the zombies hoarding around you um, with five of them clawing at you. What was your armor class again? 19. 19? Yeah. Uh, with five of them clawing at you, not one of them manages to get through your armor. But more zombies are approaching, getting closer and closer. Uh, you're able to uh, constantly like swivel around back to back uh, with Cheniel, and in combination with that and the shield that you've cast on him, uh, both of you are basically covering for each other. No one's able to land a hit. So I'm going to use... I'm very excited because I get to do my two attacks in one turn thing, which is brand new for Erdin. Um, so what, the zombies that are around Amy and um, Chanel, like, mm. they're, you know, they're quite close. They're attacking them all. How far away are they? Uh, from you guys uh, up the ridge, they're about 100 feet away. Okay. I'll make uh, two attacks, two ranged attacks with my crossbow. Um, on two of the just random two of the zombies that are attacking them, just trying to thin out the numbers. Nice. Um, but I'll Job do great. my um, crimson right first, which is where I take damage, but it imbues my crossbow with um, fire damage. Ah, cool. I do have to take damage for that though. It lowers your point total of memory serves, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh crap. Okay, well ten for the first one. Does that even hit? Doesn't hit now. Oh my god. And, uh, eight. Oh well. As you, uh... was so excited. Close I mean, your Daniel. hand of the crossbow so that the bolt draws blood as you pull the first trigger, lighting on fire. Uh, too much hand is covering the hole to begin with. <laughs> and so the bolt just sort of, like, lodges in that bit between your thumb and forefinger. Oh, don't. <laughs> you pull it out throw it to the ground, quickly reload another one, aim and fire, but unfortunately the pain in your hand is causing a tremor, and this creature being so close, just 20 feet away from you, zooming through the sky towards you, is a bit of a distraction. So neither of the bolts find their target. Well, do you want it to move anywhere? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just curl up in a little ball, I don't know. Um, no, I'll, I'll just stay where I am. Okay. Uh, the, the ridge that you're on uh, will have uh, a small amount of foliage and rock cover as well. Uh, I th think um, uh, the bit in Fellowship of the Ring where they have to hide from the crows before they go into um, the Mines of Moria. If it gives me any advantage, like I'll take cover, but I don't know how mechanically that, that works. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if I can do anything uh, to try and take cover from this, this big flying thing. Okay, so you run on, under a, a massive rock. Eden. Hey. <clears throat> um, can I tell where the big massive flying thing is? Is like, is he like it? She? Um, <laughs> like looking at someone in particular, like headed towards someone in particular, or? Um, what would your passive insight be? So if it, you would, if you uh, rolled an eight, 
what would the insight score be? Uh, 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 nine. It would be nine in total. Um, you're able to discern that it's not you, so it's either Eden or Anarchist that it's going for. Okay. Um, I'm going to just back away from them. <laughs> Use my movement <laughs> just, to, just to move away from them. But I'm going to shoot at it, so... Okay. So I'm going to do that. Okay, how far away is it now? Uh, 20 feet. Just 20 feet? Ooh, okay. Yeah. It, it caught up quickly. Yes, it did. No, okay. Sorry, I don't actually have that much. Okay. No, I'm going to go with the uh, Eldritch Blast, um, which now shoots two beams. I know, fancy, right? Not so basic <laughs> warlock anymore. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm going to shoot both beams at it. Nice one. Okay. Uh, 23. Definitely hits. Okay. And then that's 2d10 damage. 10 damage. 10 damage? Yeah. Right? And is that with just the first bolt? No, that's both of them. Uh, oh, no, 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 that's, that's both of them. 10 yeah. damage. Okay. Each bolt does 1d10 damage. Ah, I see. Uh, so yeah, as you fire your Eldritch Blast from your hand, uh, it scorches through the air and strikes this thing in the chest. You can see the beam scrape along as it continues its flight. Uh, you are definitely harming it, but it seems to ignore and push through the pain. And there's this slight twitch in the corner of its mouth that makes it seem like maybe it's enjoying the pain. Okay, kinky. Can anyone heal? Like, I have meh thing. Yeah, it might be like a heal them to hurt them thing. I don't know. Anakis. I feel like I've got to bring the big guns out now. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it's, a new, it's a new one. Call lightning. Holy crap. Okay. Um, so, a storm cloud appears in the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall with a 60 foot radius centered on a point you can see within range directly above you. Unless it's directly above us. So I don't want that. I want it to be in front of us, like 30, 40 feet from us. Yeah, when you cast a spell, choose uh, a point you can see within range, and the range is okay. 120 feet. So um, how far is how far is Dragon Boy from us? Uh, so th this flying thing? Yeah. Uh, well, it's 20 feet away from you. Oh, shit, it's after me then, isn't it? Um, all right, well, 20 feet from, well. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, shit. Well, 10, 15 feet from me then. Okay. Because then I can do it, and it's, if, if the creature is within a five foot distance from that point, then it can get damage. Hmm. Yeah, so the the, the storm. He's doing that like... thing. He's doing that thing. Yeah, you're doing that thing where you're making me question my time. I was about to say, yeah, he's, do, he's doing that little kind <laughs> of DM there, like, kind of smart going, oh, okay, <laughs> sure, yeah, we'll do this. <laughs> This is going to work, haven't it? Divine magic or something. <laughs> something I've not thought of. Uh, the, the, the storm clouds appear above you, but the lightning can hit within 120 feet of you. That, that, that's the, the, the clarifying right. thing. I was just, just making sure. Um, okay. I'm double checking that. Um, so it's a deck, so... says, deck save of 15. He's probably going to walk back, but yeah, let's give it yeah. a go. So I was just wanted to make sure that uh, if you cast it, did you need to pick a point like. 70 feet away from you so that it's not going to get you within its 60 foot radius. No, the 60 foot radius is just oh, a so cloud. If it was 
So would it be better going behind it so it's not going to get us? Uh, no. Uh, what I'm saying is basically you call this a cloud. It's above you specifically, but yeah. anything within 120 feet of you and this cloud can be struck by lightning. You're, oh, you're right, basically okay, right. and lightning so I can get cloud. people down there as well. Because once yes. it's there, it's there. I think I can keep using it. Uh, you can. You can concentrate on it for up to 10 minutes. 10 minutes. That's fine. Yes. Right, let's do this. Please don't <sighs> say Yes, yes. What, 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 what's the save? Is it dexterity, Fif did you say? Fifteen. Got a four. Yeah! <sighs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. I'm just screeching all your ears. I'm sorry. Three D ten. New dice tonight. Come on, don't fail me now. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Right. Holy shit. Three dice. Ah! Oh, dude. Ten seven points of damage. As Eden pulls her hand back, the Eldritch Blast having scorched along this thing's chest, and it gives that little smirk and a self-satisfied closing of its eyes as it's zooming through the air. It then opens its eyes, only to see nothing but a bright flash of light, followed by nothing. It then careens out of the air and crashes into the ground, smashing one of the boulders on the ridge, and it lays there in a smoken hole of its own making. It is dead. Yay! <laughs> no way! That was easier. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like that has... Uh, yeah, it's hit. So yeah. we have all the zombie people noticed. I feel like the zombies have almost more health than us. <laughs> I feel like I can just go... Yeah! yeah. I feel like you can't... Aiden's quite oh, disappointed. <laughs> I need to be a druid. <laughs> Right. Uh, right, so it is back to Amy. Uh, you're in the, the midst of all these these zombies. Okay. Oh, God. So how many, right, how many did you... There were 17 zombies, and I've not killed any of them yet. Can I... So, Chanel, like... Can I say it just over my shoulder to him as we, like, back to back? Do you have any, like, offensive spells? <laughs> or... uh, he then... Uh, don't, cast them. <laughs> don't cast them! Don't cast them! Answer me! Use your words! <laughs> he, he leans over his shoulder to uh, look towards you, and he, he spins a little too quickly so that he accidentally headbutts you. Uh, then he quickly apologizes uh, and tells you, I could augment your blade just as we did on Thranos uh, 2. Right, I don't have time for this. Right. Well, <laughs> I don't. Does that mean you're going to make... What does that mean you're going to do to the sword? Give it additional divine power to strike your foes. Okay, how long does that last for? As long as I maintain the connection. Okay, yes, please. That would be lovely. He then lays his hand uh, on your blade, which then glows with a brilliant light. Uh, as you move it through the air, it makes this slight humming sound. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Should have done that before the first attack, really, but whatever. The fact that you don't know what Sheniel uh, can do is, is is part of it. Yeah. Sorry, I, wrote, I did roll, but it was cut. Um, 14. 14, that hits. Ah. Wait, right, what do I, what am I adding to this? Anything, or? Uh, yes. Uh, so you... 
I should have mentioned before you rolled. Uh, you add an extra d4 to the attack roll. Um, oh. <laughs> but it doesn't matter in this particular attack. Uh, you also add 2d6 to the damage. Thank you, Shadow. Okay. Ah! Throwing dice everywhere. Okay. Bad roll. Um, 13. 13. Flashing damage. Yeah. With 7 of that being the radiant. Cool. That's, uh, that's, 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 and I do it on the one that I already hit before. Okay. Uh, with the blade shining with light, you swing your blade and it clefts his head from the rest of his body. Uh, the head flying one direction, the body collapsing down to the ground. Uh, the rest of the zombies are entirely unfazed. They're just moving towards you, groaning and scratching at the plates of armor that they're managing to get access to. Uh, when you finally kill this guy, he collapses into the wheel of the wheelbarrow, knocks it slightly. You're still upright, but uh, it's just to highlight the fact that the wheelbarrow is still mobile. Okay. Um, Got another attack? No, that was that. I already attacked once and then and missed. And then oh. asked him for help, and then hit. Um, I'm keeping track of stuff, honest. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's not really for you to keep track of my attack. Um, can I try? Have I used up like my reserve of free action in that chat? I guess. No, not not really. Free action, so long as it's not an unreasonable thing. If you if you want to go into like a, a massive Shakespearean sonnet, <laughs> I, I may impede that. Oh, can I try and shout to the demons that are watching to call off your minions? We're here to see. Uh, oh, Zeg, Zegrel, Zegrel, Zegrel. Zegrel, yeah. Zegrel, yeah. Um, as you look up and start calling to them, you notice that one of them is still looking over the zombies uh, and is slowly marching in your direction, almost as if he's. Um, uh, a little worried about their potential performance. The other two are looking towards the ridge where a giant bolt of lightning has just cracked <laughs> from the sky. Yeah. It is now their turn. Uh, and one of these demons marches forward with a massive stride and swings the flail and strikes it into the ground. Uh, could Eden, Anarchists, and Erden give me dexterity saving throws, please? Nine. Nineteen. Nice. Oh man. Um. That's okay. So it's a natural one, but then plus a one. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eden seeing the a demon crash into the ground, sort of pokes his head uh, out from a rock. Uh, spots Eden. Uh, sort of recentering herself after blasting it with her Eldritch Blast. Uh, and then as their eyes meet for a moment, both of them fall into holes, fissures that have opened up at their feet. Uh, the ground rumbles for a few seconds and then stops. Uh, Anarchus, uh, you feel this rumbling and then see that the ground has split, two of your feet spreading apart until you're almost doing the splits. I it's quickly... <laughs> Just hold it. <laughs> Uh, you, you can dodge to one side or the other as this, this fissure opens up, but the ridge that you're on is now pockmarked with these uh, long slivers of pit. Uh, I'll go to the left. 
Okay. Uh, so you're closer to Eden than Eden. Uh, speaking of which, it is now... Uh, oh, wait, no. Zombies. Uh, now that there are more of them, how do they get through that 19? Uh, so that is... Uh, <sighs> trying to recall. Um, let's just go with it anyway, and we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it later. Um, could Amy make a constitution saving throw? Sure. <laughs> oh. oh, that'd be five. <laughs> All right. As more of these things are crowding around you, um, the knocking the wheelbarrow back and forth, it's starting to rock uh, on its uh, rests. Uh, and as it tips forward, one of the zombies reaches up, grabs your pauldrons, and scratches against your neck. You can feel the taint entering through your bloodstream. Uh, you take five uh, slashing damage. Okay. Uh, and you also have something flowing through you. Is it? It's not a disease. It is a disease. I'm immune to diseases. That's what I was worried about. God damn it. Yeah, paladins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after a few seconds of feeling this stuff going through your blood, uh, you feel this invigorating fire burn through you. Uh, you sweat more at your brow than you normally would. You feel momentarily uh, lost for breath, but then you regain your composure, the disease having been burned out of your system. Um, did any of the demons, they didn't respond to what I said, they just started walking? Yeah, uh, they've not responded at all. Uh, next up is Eden. So you are currently 15 feet down a ravine. I see. A very narrow ravine. You're able to brace uh, against either side of it and climb up. So what's below um, me? Not just like, you know, oblivion. Like, it's just... There. No, no. Um, the bottom it of the only goes down for another five feet or so, and it tapers uh, to uh, a point. Um, but you can still feel the ground kind of rumbling a bit. Um, guess I just I can't, I can't see any enemies or anything like the top of the pit or the top of the ravine or no. anything. If you're wanting to climb out, it'll just be an athletics skill check. Yeah, I guess I'll just try and climb out. Okay. Athletics uh, is not his strong point. Eight. As you're uh, scrambling to get out, uh, you grab onto what you think is a solid rock, which then falls loose, and you slip back down to the bottom of this ravine. Uh, yep. Can I... Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not you quite I yet. Have... Eden next. <laughs> uh, Eden, uh, similarly trying to crawl out of this hole that you've been sucked into? Yeah, I think I might have something that could help. Ah. Um... Is it is it quite treacherous to get out? I'm sorry, did or did Erdin just roll really poorly? Uh, Erdin just rolled really poorly. He just okay, yeah, no, never mind. Then I'm just going to try and yeah, I'm going to just try and climb out then. Okay, uh, give me a strength athletics check. Oh, um, okay, all right, fourteen. That's good because that's a negative one for athletics. <laughs> <laughs> Ourselves, uh, not not very athletic, very dainty. <laughs> Eden, um, grasping onto both sides, uh, 
just sort of hoiks herself from one side to another, kicking. As she's getting up this widening and widening ravine, she's managing to leap more between each side until eventually she manages to grab the top, grabs this broken rock, and heaves herself up. And uh, she comes face to face with the dead body of this demon that crashed into the ground that she'd shot at moments before. But she's out of the ravine. Okay, so... Okay, right, that's good. So the, the closest battle is Amy and Chenille with all those zombies, right? Yes, the that's about 100 feet away, although uh, the two of the demon watchers have started moving towards you, so they're about 70 feet away. Okay. Um, can I place... I'm going to try and place... Everyone's coming out of that one, that one entrance of the ravine, right? Yeah. Can I place Cloud of Daggers there? Like, is that... Okay, yeah. Um, so, uh, Cloud of Daggers, are you wanting to put it over the the pit that the zombies are coming out of? Or... Yeah, the, the, at the exit point, so that every creature that goes through it takes 2d4 damage. Just... Yeah, it's a five-foot cube. Yep. Uh... Yep. And then anyone that comes out of that is going to take... Oh, sorry. A creature takes 44. 4d4 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area. So everyone that goes through it is going to automatically take 44 slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Oh, sorry. It's actually 6d4 damage because I'm going to cast it at the, at the third level. Third level. Yeah? Yep. Yeah? Sorry, that was... No, sorry, especially with Warlocks, like, having to cast them at that higher level, it can get fiddly. Uh, but yes, yeah. that's 64 slashing damage uh, yeah. that they'll be taking. So at the entrance, maybe catching some of the ones that Amy and Chenille are fighting, but everything that comes out of there should automatically be taking 64 slashing damage. That's what I want to do. Okay. That's um, it. With the, the distance between you and the pit, you'll be able to get uh, close enough if you move towards it, you've still got some movement left, um, but you'll you'll need to uh, move essentially off the ravine. You can slide down the ravine with an acrobatics check. Sure, whatever's gonna get me because that's I mean it's a sixty foot sixty foot range, but whatever gets me into that sixty foot range, obviously. Brilliant. Uh, so make the acrobatics check. Make okay. it with advantage. Okay. 18. Nice. Uh, as you approach the edge, uh, Enver sort of sneaks his way uh, out of a, a pocket uh, at the back of your coat, stretches his limbs out and grabs onto the edge and almost like gives you a little nudge off. Uh, and as you leap over the edge of this ravine, uh, he extends uh, his arms out almost like a, an abseiling wire and you uh, swing down strike the side of the ravine and then abseil down the rest of it uh, almost at a run while he's handling uh, that part of it and as he releases his fingers you're able to uh, jog an extra little bit uh, and then throw your hands forward to cast this spell uh, uh, tiny slivers of glass flying out of your hand and shooting the rest of the six feet past these two demons and uh, settling above this pit swirling around and then stopping and turning so they're invisible. They hover in place. 
Anarchus. I am going to um, try to reach down to um, Aiden, if I can, and cast Spider Climb. Right. How far down is the 15 feet? Uh, yes. Can I see a stick anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> like a long stick. <laughs> um. Would that work? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know that there's. Uh, a oh, I've got my staff. Have I got? You do have a staff. I have a staff. I don't know. Has got the staff? Got to focus on the end of it. Uh, but I uh, yeah, I, I take it. I, I can't I, do anything. Sorry, I take it. I can't do anything to help out. Like it's not my turn, so I can't. Um, not in terms of uh, direct actions necessarily, but uh, like some narrative wiggle room. Uh, you can grab onto the staff. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, we could try that as an action if he wants to try and grab on and I pull him yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, even though it's Anarchus's turn, Erden make the acrobatics check, but it'll be Anarchus's action, essentially. Ooh, sort acrobatics of is a bit better. Uh, my apologies. Athletics. Oh, fuck. I misspoke. <laughs> uh, strength. Uh, athletics. Oh, for God's but you sake. get to make it with advantage. Oh, oh okay. Come on. <laughs> Crit one on the second one. Oh my god! Oh, those six. This is not Airden's strength, okay? He's very, you know, willowy, kind of, you know, has a very other rapier. He's not Abby, good at climbing mind, rocks. Um, with advantage, making a dexterity saving throw. Me? Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. All right. I thought you were talking to. <laughs> Oh, no. Three. Oh, advantage eight. <laughs> uh, Erden, as he slips with his footing, the weight of him pulling down on the stick, uh, you don't react quick enough, and you are also pulled down into this ravine. Okay. I've got a spell I can do next turn. It's all right, providing nothing happens between now and then. <laughs> Uh, Amy, Cheniel, uh you've got your uh, lit up sword. Uh, the zombies are hoarding around you. You've now attracted all 16 of the remaining zombies. They are surrounding you. They are three deep, clawing over each other, uh, moaning and trying to rock this wheelbarrow that you're standing on. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it off my shoulder to Cheniel. I don't think we're going to be able to get through these. Um, are you able to like pop us back up there or away from here just out out of this situation I'm... tell me where we're going before you say <laughs> I'm too weary for oh. translocation but I could fly us out of here yeah let's do that that's cool <laughs> okay uh, he grabs uh, around your waist looks directly up and then kicks off with his legs. And as you guys are about to fall back down to earth, massive spectral wings shoot out from his back, thrust downwards, and you shoot up into the air a full 60 feet. As you are being thrust up into the air, all of the zombies try grasping at your ankles. One of them managing to get you, uh, doing another five slashing damage. And again, you feel this burning sensation as your body ejects the disease that would have been carried across. Thanks. 
That's cool. Uh, so you are now at 60 feet in the air, but still it's away from everything else. Uh, these creatures now are clambering on top of the wheelbarrow, reaching upwards and starting to climb on top of each other. They've managed to stack 10 feet high. The uh, demonic creatures uh, marching forwards. Um, they spot Eden, uh, who's now a lot closer to them. Uh, they march forward another 30 feet, so they're now 30 feet away from Eden. And again, one of them swings his flail, smashes it into the ground. Uh, the other one swings his flail in a circular pattern above his head and then flicks it down forward towards Eden. Uh, Eden and Anakis, um, I need you guys to make dexterity saving throws with disadvantage. Oh dear. Eden, uh, what is your armor class? 12. Right. Uh, Eden, Anakis, what was your... Well, I got a natural 20, but then I got a 6. <laughs> yeah, I got an 8. You feel rumblings again. Uh, Anakis's instincts causing her to leap up into the air. She gets an arm uh, on the top. And then she reaches down to help Erden. And as the two of them clasp wrists and, and Erden starts getting pulled up, the ravine slowly closes and crushes <gasps> against Erden and Anakis, squeezing them. They can feel the air being pushed out of their lungs as blood, uh, mud starts falling into their mouths and eyes. <gasps> So, as a, can I do a reaction at this point? Like, is that a possible thing? Uh, you can do a reaction if you want to do a reaction. Okay, I'm going to cast Spider Climb on myself. <laughs> and can I do it on two people? It just says one one person, but uh, if I'm already... I don't know. You can only do it on the one. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to cast it on myself. And I'm going to try and just pull Aiden up. If I can, although I'm further up than, am I further up than Erden? Uh, you are slightly further up than Erden. Uh, so okay, so that... I'm going to cast it on Erden then instead of me. Uh, just having double checked Spider Climb, uh, it is an action to cast and not a reaction, uh, and so unfortunately, um, okay. you won't be able to cast that spell in the short amount of time. <laughs> so, the two of you take fifteen bludgeoning damage. You're okay. still alive, unless that that knocked you down to nothing. Um, but you are now effectively trapped in dirt and suffocating. So you can only survive for a few rounds and need to dig yourselves out or find some way of getting out of there. Mm -hmm. That's fine. No problem. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's all okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Eden, uh, as this flail swings down, this blade of air shoots from it in the shockwave pattern and strikes you dead in the center of the chest and knocks you flying backwards. Uh, I'll need a strength saving throw from you, um, but you take seven force damage. Fourteen, my saving throw. That's more than enough. Um, as you feel this force push against you, 
you manage to dig your back foot heel into the ground and launch yourself forward, resisting the pressure wave that's put against you. Uh, it hurts. Uh, it seems to have taken your breath away for a moment. It's like being punched in the solar plexus. But you're standing your ground, and this creature that is 30 feet in front of you uh, gives a slight tilt to its head, as if he was totally expecting you to be knocked on your ass by now. Can I use my reaction now, or do I... I... I've never, I never use it right. Do I use uh, it now that I've been hit, or do I wait till my turn? I just don't want to. Uh, you, you can use it now that you've been hit. Uh, reaction can be used uh, anytime. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to use Hellish Rebuke then. Ah. Finally, for the, <laughs> the proper time. Uh, and that's at uh, third level, so it does 3d10 damage. Yes. Um, oh, I suppose. Oh, uh, 4d10. It's yeah, it's a second two. level or higher. It's an, an additional two, uh, 1d10 for each slot above first. Um, above so it's mine says no. Sorry, I mean, I like yours better, but mine says above second. <laughs> I'm sorry, why am I arguing? Uh, sorry, it says uh, takes 2d10 fire damage for a first level spell. Uh, when you're using a slot of second or higher, it increases by d10. So uh, second would be 3d10. And so third would be 4d10. Uh, you, oh, okay, okay. No, I'm not enough. arguing anymore. Nope. nope. <laughs> you are the DM. I am not going to argue any further. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. Um. Oh, uh, just. Did, I need to make a dexterity saving yeah, throw. Yeah, I was going to say, do I before I start rolling and getting excited? I got a twenty. That's a twenty-two oh, no. total. Uh, uh, so I take half as much damage. So you still get to roll forty ten. Yeah, I guess. That's. Um, 13, 14, 26, 13. Man, 26 would have been so much better. Alas. Uh, as you launch yourself forward, uh, the shockwave that struck you is mirrored by your own wave that bursts out, flames roiling in its path. And as it strikes this creature, the flames wrap around it, almost embracing it. And for a moment, you just see a pillar of flame. And then the flames quickly die down, a little too quickly. You then see this glint in its eye. It stands up strong and straight, and you realize that it has done nothing to this creature. It is entirely immune to these hellish flames. I can say a whole bunch of curse words right now, but I'm not going to. This is PG, right? <laughs> but I can say damn, it, right? I can well, say damn it. Yes. <laughs> like damn, future damn it. For future reference, damn it. anything that looks like me is immune to fire, pretty much. For future reference, because I'm immune to fire. Well, I mean, it doesn't. It does, I mean, it doesn't. Matter. It's fine. Remember for next time. <laughs> was the only. I will probably not remember that. Just like I do not remember to use hellish rebuke properly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it is Eden's turn now, and at the start of your turn, your reaction becomes available again. Uh, so if you get hurt again before your next turn, you can use it again. Um, okay. Zombies, okay. not immune to fire. Okay. Uh, right, so I get to go again, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, another thing um, that uh, I need to just double check. Uh, Eden, take your turn, but I'm just going to double check a thing for Anarchus. Right. I'm doing, um, 
arms of Hadar, and that requires that's all. Well, it's all creatures within ten feet of me. I don't know if there's anything past. Uh, there isn't anything within ten feet of you yet. Uh, oh, in fact, uh, well, it's since it's your turn, you can move. So, yeah, yeah I just want to move to however many I can possibly get in one. Um, there is a, a ten foot gap between the two creatures. Like they were advancing both towards the uh, ridge that you, you've dropped down from. Um, so you could work your way between the two of them. Yeah, that and one. so you could get them both with arms of Hadar. That one. That's the one I want. Nice. Um. Arms of Hadar. That is a strength saving throw for me. Yeah. Each creature makes a strength saving throw. Well, thanks for the 20 earlier, but you're not doing so well now, are you? Um, I've managed to get... I get plus zero in that. So I've got an eight and a nine. Okay, so both of those fail. And then using increases by one D6 for each. Oh, right, so is this four D6 then? Is that Yes. I... Okay, all right. right. First level, <laughs> second level will be three D6, and then third will be four D6. Four D6, okay. Um, I did not bring enough D6s up with me. So I'm going to do, right, so I'm going to do one at a time. Is that okay? Yeah, that, that's, that's absolutely fine. Okay, so guy on the left. Well, guy on the right, uh, 19. So racing forward, Enver perched on your shoulder, you then uh, reach down, grab a handful of dirt, and then yank it up, grabbing onto vines that probably weren't there before you thrust your hand in. And as you pull these vines up like puppet strings and then whip them down, uh, you can feel the strain of this vibration as it moves through the earth, and then more vines rip through the ground, wrap around these creatures, and dig into their skin. And you see these vines pulse a couple of times, like they're drinking from these creatures. It is now Anarchist's turn. Uh, Anarchists, I will need you to, before you do anything else, make a saving throw to maintain oh. concentration on your coal lightning. You took damage. Yeah, I did. <sighs> ten. The DC is exactly ten. <laughs> so you succeed, you're still able to concentrate on lightning, even though you can't breathe. Uh, so yes, you are currently... I am going bit. to cast... <laughs> By decline. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to cast it on... No, in fact, or do I cast... Hang on, it was one... Where did I see it? Went? Plant growth. If you cast a spell, so, if you cast a spell no. do you not lose concentration on the other one? Only if it's a concentration spell itself, which I think spider climb might be. Can I? Can Aaron um, speak, or is he, like, you know... You can't speak, stuff. no. Uh, and that'll be another thing to take into consideration. Any spells with a verbal component, Anarchist won't be able to cast. Okay. She can't speak at the moment with the mud in her mouth. So Spider Climb has a verbal component. You won't be able to cast that. Plant Growth, however. Uh, plane Shift Plant Growth, verbal and somatic. Yeah. So you're not able to cast any of those spells. Any, uh, nope. You'll probably, like try and and make the words but just more mud falls into your mouth can i try uh, spider, 
What? Sorry. You're, you're, you're near the surface. Like, there's just, like, a few feet between you. Oh, and... well, can I just try and Druidcraft? Uh, not Druidcraft. Oh. No. No, I can't do Druidcraft. There's no stones, or there's no trees. Um, I'm just going to try. I'm going to use my Primal Savagery, then, and my claws, claws to just try and dig my way out with hoping that Aiden is also clinging on for dear life. Uh, give me a strength athletics check. Make it with advantage because you're bringing in your, your primal savagery. Nope. Six and a nine. Oh my goodness. Can I'm I going, guys. I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm dead. I'm gone. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I'd, maybe Erdin might like, you know, not grab on. Like he might try and push her or something. Hmm. If Erdin does want to uh, sort of push her up, yeah. Um, I'll allow. What's oh, your no. hit die, Erdin? Um, ten. A d10. It, it, it's a d10. Hmm. Um, Anarchus. Uh, yeah. I'll... Did you want me to do a straight, just a straight roll? Because I didn't add my modifier to those. Um, roll a d10. Oh. And okay. add that to your, your um, highest roll, because you were rolling with advantage. And yeah, you did need to add, it was athletics, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the, yeah. Yes, yes, it's, it's athletics. So, so that will have made it 12 and 9. If you were adding on your strength? Yes. I forgot oh. to look. I forgot to look. <laughs> I think I'm that stressed. I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> a twelve is enough to overcome uh, the the mud. The dirt. Uh, yeah, because it, it's it's heavy but loose. Um, so yeah, you're able to pull yourself out, cough up the mud from inside your mouth, and pull yourself out of this ravine. Uh, the Can mud I... that you displaced collapsing down after you, but in a no. much more loose formation. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever tried actually like digging your way out of like mud or sand or something like like. It, I've got so I've got a spell. I think I do have something, but I've not got it prepared. I'm sure I've got something. I'm sure I've read somewhere where I can crawl through like some. I don't. I can't remember what it is, but I'm sure I've got something. But it's not prepared. <laughs> I mean, if you were to wild shape into something like a badger, they've got burrowing speed. <laughs> I did not think of that. I will remember that for next time. It's because I don't <laughs> use my wild shape very often. I always forget. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So that's fine. I will remember. Okay, so uh, it is now Amy's turn. Uh, you are 60 feet in the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I'll... How? What way is Chanel holding me? Like... Uh, he's got his arms awkwardly around your waist. So he's kind of holding you like a kid would hold a teddy bear. Okay, so it's like back, my back's against his front. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Um, maybe we probably should go and help the others. Can you fly us over there? What? I... Of course. And then he turns, angles himself, and leaves you sort of dangling there for a moment before you move. And then there's the forward thrust. <laughs> <laughs> just like I hold on to it very, very tightly. <laughs> uh, so, who are you wanting to move towards? Eden's the closest. 
Um, Who looks in the most trouble? Uh, Eden and... Uh, well, in fact, you can't see Eden. Right. Anakis has just pulled herself up out of some dirt. Uh, Eden is sucking the life out of two demons using vines. But they're pretty close, aren't they, now, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're, they're really close to her. Uh, okay, I'll see if if we can uh, land next uh, Eden. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, you're able to. Uh, yeah, you're able to just get there. Um, as you land, Janiel uh, releases uh, you from around your waist, looks around for a little moment, and then gently pats you on the shoulder a couple of times. You've landed. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird, but okay. Um, and then, so I still have action, right? You still have an action, yes. Uh, you, you've got no movement, so I, he'll have dropped you. He's, he's got enough movement to get to either Eden or one of these demon dudes, so you can land next to any of those three. Can I stand? Can I land in front of one of them, but between that one and Eden? Yes. So I'm like blocking. Them. Um, and then I'll attack that one. Okay. I'll go for the most injured. Well, I, no, whatever's the closest one, actually. Whatever's the closest It's fine. Uh, yeah. Make an attack roll. Oh, does it still add four? Uh, you add a d4, yes. Your, your bleed is still glowing. Is it a d4? Sorry, yes. Um, okay. 22 to hit. Definitely a hit. Right. I am gonna. This is what your saving throws should be looking like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna smite this guy. Um, how injured does he look? Um, you'd need to do an insight check. Yeah, as an action, to properly gauge that. the The combat is fast and frenetic. It's difficult to gauge these things without taking a breath. And right. Doing so. Level one spell. Smite in this. Um, but he is a fiend. Yep, he is. So you so get I additional get D8. And I get the D6s from... Uh, two D6s from the, the the holiness of the blade now. Right, so that's a lot of radius. Okay. So do you want it split up? Um, no. Okay. okay. Fine. Um, oh, that was good. Good. Um... 31 damage. Oh my god. Nice. Uh, so as you're landing um, and Cheniel uh, drops you, you, you take a couple of steps forward, uh, thank him, raise your blade, and simply cut down into this beast, uh, stabbing your sword into his chest and ripping your sword out again. Uh, he collapses down onto his knees and then the vines that Eden has then grow more rapidly around him, going into his wound, and that pumping motion, like they're sucking something out of him, continues even harder. Uh, he's definitely dead, but uh, these vines are still going for him. Alright, so he's definitely dead. Okay. He's definitely um, dead. And the other one isn't in melee range. That's right, yeah, he's and 10 I feet away. Right. I have no more movement. Yep. Uh, so, that's that one dead. Uh, that one that's still alive. Uh, their turn. Uh, the one that's just got uh, a little bit of vines on him uh, strides forward, swings his flail high, and goes to hit Eden directly. Uh, oh, got a 19. Uh, yep. 
and it gets a plus two. So that's a 21. Uh, he swings that flail down. Uh, you bring your arms up to defend yourself, and you take three piercing damage. It's the spikes from this flail cut into you. Not a lot. A lot <laughs> less impressive than everything else that's been going on, I must say. Yeah. I'm not ready to use my reaction, but I'm not using it on three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the zombies, uh, realizing that there's nothing directly above them anymore, clamber down. Uh, one of them tosses over the wheelbarrow, and they start moving uh, towards you. You then see more shapes pulling themselves out of the pit. Laura, would you do the honors of rolling, what was it, 6d4? Yeah. Into my cloud of daggers, bitches. I mean, <laughs> zombies. Uh, okay. Is that a... 16 damage. Nice. Uh, as one of them uh, climbs up, it pulls itself into a standing position and you can see these tiny slivers of glass piercing through it and coming out the other side. It is forcing its way through, unflinching, as if it's never able to feel pain. But you can see that it is getting cut to ribbons. It's affecting it, but it's not slowing it down. It's still alive, unfortunately. Uh, you see another couple of heads bobbing down below. Uh, that's the end of their turn. So, Erden, um, you are currently in the mud. Yep. I'm going to try and get out of the mud. <laughs> okay. Uh, another acrobatics? Um, acrobatics? No. Damn. Athletics. I keep saying acrobatics. I mean the strong strength one. The strength. Uh, yeah, it's a Pulling three. yourself up out of the mud. That's a three. Mm. Well... At the end of this turn, uh, I will need you to make a constitution... Oh, wait, no, hold on. You can hold your breath for a number of rounds equal to your constitution score, so you, you're not out of breath yet. Okay. That's fine. Uh, so you have held your breath for one round. Okay. Eden. Yes. So there's one guy left? Yes. Uh, he's rushed towards you and tried to bash over the head with a flail. Yep, that's rude, but um, I, all I have left is my cantrip, so I'm going to do Eldritch Blast, but that's two beams, 2d10. Nice. That's Roll to hit. Yep. Uh, 12? 12 hits. Yes. And then that is 14 damage. Nice. Okay, uh, you manage to throw your hands uh, in front of you right into his chest, and with a flick and a straightening of your elbows, you not only shove him backwards, but then follow it up with these blasts of Eldritch energy from the palms of your hand that throw him a full 20 feet away and slam him down into the ground. He tries to raise his head slowly and then collapses down unconscious. If he doesn't receive medical attention, he's dead. <laughs> no one is going to heal him. <laughs> uh, so that's Eden's turn. Uh, you still got movement if you want to uh, go anywhere, like rush towards the horde of zombies or... I mean, 
How far? How far am I from the cloud of daggers? Uh, you're uh, exactly sixty feet from it. Um. Well, that's plenty because all I have left is Eldritch Blast anyway. So that's going. To, that's going to be me from now on. Um. <laughs> so I'm just going to wait for them to come through and then try and peg them off as they after they take the damage from cloud of daggers. That's that's my whole plan for the rest of this. All right. Anarchus. Okay, um, can I just try and reach? It's 15 feet down, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> we'll, we'll, we'll say you, you managed to pull him up uh, five feet, so he's 10 feet down now. Okay. Can I cast um, plant growth? Because I'm now out of the ground. Yes. Um, so if I was to cast it just below him. Mm hmm. Um, so if you cast this, uh, choose a point with, so if you cast this using one axe, choose a point within range. All normal plants in a 100 foot radius centered on that point become sick and overgrown. A creature moving through the area must spend four feet of movement for every one foot it moves. I don't quite understand yeah. that. The, the, the intended use of plant growth is uh, to like slow your opponents down okay. uh, to make it more difficult for people to move through. but. It is strictly growing plants, uh, so I have no objections to you using plant growth and causing like a few uh, roots and underground fungus to just bulb up and push Eden out of the ground. Yeah. Uh, it's an absolutely fine use of plant growth. Yeah. Cast it okay. at... Uh, I think I can only cast it at third, so I'll cast it at third. Yeah, it's the third level spell. But yep. Uh, one small mushroom expands underneath Ed and pushes him up through the ground, and uh, he is now reached and onto the surface. Yay! <laughs> you can you cough up mud now. I won't die today. <laughs> nope. Uh, right, Amy. Yeah. Um. Right. Where's the? Is there one more demon left? Is down at the bottom, isn't he? Uh, there's one more demon. He's near the pit with the zombies. How far away is that? Uh, he's 60 feet. Uh, well, no. Uh, he's the other side of the thing. So that's 80 feet. 80? Yes. Right, okay. Um, I, I can't do anything at range from things. So I don't really know what to do. I'm just going to go down to the end. Are we just going to try and kill all these zombies? Is that the plan? I'll leave. So, I don't know. Right. Then I'm gonna to have to go down to the edge of the zombies, so I'm not surrounded. I'm just start hacking away at them. So, can I get to how far away is the edge of the zombies from me? Sorry, um, like how far to the closest zombie? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the closest zombie will be 50 feet away. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, oh. just wait. Don't go. No, I'm gonna move 30 feet towards them and hold an attack action for when they get close. Okay. Hold. Okay, they shamble towards you, uh, slowly but surely. Um, as they're moving towards you, you see that that taskmaster demon on the other side. Uh, his eyes are glowing red, and they're staring at Eden and Amy. Uh, then, like the others, he raises his flail, and he slams it down into the ground causing this fissure to erupt at his feet, snake towards the two of you. 
and past the zombies. Dexterity saving throws, Amy and Eden, please. I don't want to make it an athletic. Uh, no, it's a saving throw. <laughs> oh, oh, um, 16. 11. Nice. Uh, Amy and Eden uh, shake and wobble as the ground starts opening up around them. Uh, Amy about to fall into a gaping hole that erupts before her. Chenielle grabs her by the shoulder and stands her back up. Uh, Eden um, slips and falls down into one of these holes, catches herself just before she falls in, but then another piece of rock rises up from inside this fissure and knocks her hand loose, causing her to be wedged in between two of these rocks. That is like the stuff of my nightmares. Like that, oh God, it's the worst. What's that fear of like tight Being places like where you can't? Crushed, uh, claustrophobia. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh. Um, we will not get too descriptive with this then. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Eden. <laughs> uh, <Adam>. Yes. <laughs> um, am I. So I'm right next to Anarchus? Yes. Okay. Erden will. also on top of a giant mushroom. That's, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Erden will cast protection from good and evil um, on Anarchus. Um, which means any aberrations, celestial, elemental, fey, fiends, or undead have disadvantage on attacks against her, and you also are immune to being charmed or possessed or frightened by them. Um, yeah, I've never, I don't think I've done that before, but yeah, there we go. And I guess I've still got movement left? Yeah. How far away is Eden? Uh, Eden is uh, 40 foot down the ravine and across the, the valley a bit. I guess I'll use my movement just to move that direction. Cool. Um, we will need an acrobatics check for you to slide down the ravine. Oh, okay. I think I'm good at acrobatics. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, 11. That's enough. Uh, you're able to slide down uh, and as you, you sort of uh, catch the ground and do a little run. You just stumble on one rock, but no one sees. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, so that's uh, Eden. Uh, I'm doing something like just as you're picking yourself up, you just sort of like put a hand on an anarchist, then do a runner. Uh, or, or are you actually going to tell her what you've done? Um, no. Oh, no. No, no. I won't tell her <laughs> what I've done. No, no. Uh, right. Uh, not anarchist. Eden. Wedged between oh, two rocks. Uh, you are wedged between two rocks. Uh, you can <laughs> quickly pull yourself up and out of there using was... uh, athletics, the strength one. Athletics, strength. Okay, yeah. Oh, good. 18. Nice. Mm. Uh, you're able to, uh, by pushing yourself further down and then launching yourself up. Uh, you're able to almost look like glide for a moment and then land on top of the rock that shot up. Uh, so you're now five feet above the rest of the ground. And just sort of like on this bit of rock that sort of like launched itself and a little bit raised. Uh, but yeah, you've now got uh, 15 feet left of your movement uh, and your action. You can see this demon to the far side. You've got uh, the two demon bodies next to you with these flails. Uh, you've got this horde of zombies moving towards you. Um, that's a lot of, that's a lot of stuff. Okay, what's closest to me? 
Um, zombie 50 feet away. Uh, yeah. Sorry, no, 40 feet away now. Yeah, sure, that one. Eldritch Blast? Just, yep. The usual. Okay. Uh, 12. 12. That hits. Okay. 10 damage. 10 damage. Yep. Uh, whether it's uh, something that um, was previously hurting this creature uh, or something else, um, you feel like perhaps less has been done to hurt this creature uh, than others, but it collapses down to the ground with a hole in its side where the Eldritch Blast hit. So it's dead. Nice. Uh, Anakis. Okay, I am going to look for the nearest... Um... Who's, who looks like they're really in trouble? Amy. Uh, or who's... Oh, uh, yeah, uh, no one's right next to her. Okay, uh, where are the most Amy, amount... Amy's the closest to them. Okay, where are the most amount of zombies? Uh, most amount of zombies uh, is about 50 feet away from you. Me. Heading yeah. towards me. Right, I'm just going to boom a call lightning down on them. See what happens. Nice. Yeah, you still managed to maintain control of that spell. Um, mm. So yeah, it's dexterity on my part, isn't it? Yeah, 15. <clears throat> everything, everything within five feet of a point that you choose, it's a horde of zombies. So you pick a point and everything within five feet of that point, which means that you can hit what nine zombies. Oh, nice. <laughs> Have you rolled? Oh. Uh, I'm just rolling now. Yay! Okay, so uh, seven of them uh, got uh, either 11s or 10s. Okay. Uh, and then one of them got a 12 and one of them got a 19. Okay, cool. That's fine. Uh, What's your spell you save, DC? My spell save? Yeah. Uh, 15. So in fact, only one of them saves and all the rest of them fail. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, it, it says at high levels, when you cast your spell using a spell slot at or or higher, sorry. Ignore me. Oh. Ignore me. Come on. Ooh, three, six, nine. Uh, 18 points. 18 points uh, of damage. Uh, again, uh, similar to Eden, this bolt of lightning strikes um, and uh, so that's 18 to each uh, of these creatures. Is it half damage for a saved thing with the core lightning? I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll save a creature it. takes half as much damage, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so all nine uh, do collapse down with this massive flash of lightning that cracks into the ground. Uh, the rest of the zombies swarming over the corpses as the steam dissipates into the air. More can of I these creatures how... marching forwards. How many is there? Can uh, you it? can see that there is six now. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Uh, on cool. top, like, yeah. Uh, don't know why. Uh, no, five. I miscounted. Is there any uh, in the opposite direction behind me? Uh, there are none behind you, but coming from the pit. So it, it, essentially, there's the, the ridge uh, and then the pit. You guys have slid down the, the ridge uh, and are sort of half between the, the ridge and the oh. pit. And there's the zombies coming from the pit uh, that way. And that's the only direction that enemies are coming from. 
You've now killed enough oh. that there's only five, but there's three that are starting to climb up the pit, one of which already got hit by the cloud of daggers. Okay, so, um, and so would it be worth... Done. Again. Would it be worth me moving? It would, wouldn't it? Um, from where you are, you're safe oh. from being hit, okay. and you're able to pull your lightning. That's fine. Um, I will stay it, where it's I am. It's entirely up to you, but... Yeah. So, so you're just stood on the ridge while this uh, storm cloud is raging above you with your staff just sort of pointing at things and going, those are dead, those are dead. <laughs> Amy. Yeah, so has there been any sort of correlation between the demon like controller people dying and these zombies getting easier to kill? Correlation, yes. As in, after these demons were killed, the zombies were then easier to kill. Okay. So I, right, okay, so how far away is this this one now that I moved 30 feet forward before? So we like... Uh, so uh, he is now 50 feet uh, away from you. Okay. Um, Chanel is still with me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask him. Uh, can we? Can you still fly us places? Is that... He's still able to do that? Well, I've made them hidden. Yes, I can use my wings for a short while longer. Awesome. Could you fly us over to that big guy over there? And just, like, point over at that guy. Yes. Just, like, fly us behind him. And this time I'll, like, hop into his arms, you know, like, like the cross arms kind of thing. <laughs> All right, yep. Does um... he still look like Channing Tatum? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've retconned it, so it's Misha yeah. Collins now. Thank oh, you. Okay. It was meant to be. <laughs> I'm just going to look up who that is. Someone oh, who I thought looked sufficiently like Channing Tatum that me describing as Channing Tatum would not matter, but apparently I was wrong in this regard. <laughs> okay, I want to land. I want us to land, like, behind the demon. Is there, there's no zombies behind the demon, right? There's no zombies behind the de demon. Okay, Dan looks really unimpressed. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm not getting Doesn't look that. anything like Channing Tatum. No, okay, that's <laughs> what this nodded. I thought the shaking head was like, why have you chosen him? Oh, no, sorry, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm about to get defensive, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I want to land directly behind the demon, um, pop down out of his arms, and like, pat him on the shoulder, and then I'm going to turn and just like, hack into this demon. Yeah, uh, you jump into his arms. Um, Cheniel doesn't uh, react at all to you doing this. He's uh, just very much, yep, you, you jumped into my arms. We're, we're flying now. Um, almost like Superman jumps uh, into the air and the wings uh, unfurl just to sort of catch you and glide you down uh, to this demon. He's there with his flail. He's ripping it up out of the ground. Uh, you see chunks of earth and stone uh, flying out of it as if the flail had like stuck itself into the ground for a moment to create these fissures. Uh, and as he pulls it up, you are right there behind him. Yeah, I am. Uh, oh, I'm plus a d4. 19 plus 7. Do I need to add that? Uh, that that's enough to hit? Like 30, isn't it? No, no that's fine. Um, okay. Uh, and I'm going to smite with a level 1 smite again. Okay. Let me get the plus 2d6 from the... Yep. Oh, I'm on it, Drew. I'm on it. Don't worry. 
damage. So as you land <laughs> behind him, you throw your sword forward, your arm almost incidental to its motion, and it stabs right through this creature's back. With a slight twist of your wrist, you crack the blade up even more. You can hear its bones crumbling, and you, you hear it give this infernal scream, uh, the fire shooting out from its eyes into the air in this cloud of smoke and fire, shooting up into the air and flying away somewhere else. The spirit of this demon being cast out, as you draw the blade out, the husk of its demonic body collapses to its knees and then forward, face planting into the ground. I like a cheer and turn around to give a high five to uh, Chanel. Uh, you turn and try to give a high five to Chanel. He is standing stoically staring at you. No hands <laughs> going up. I'm gonna take his hand and like lift it into the air and like tap it against mine. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> it's a high five. People like it. You know, if people do that to you, don't you do it back? Oh. He then grabs your wrist, <laughs> slaps it forward. No, okay. Give <laughs> you another high five. All right, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> uh, is there any other? So, are the zombies still up and shambling around? The zombies have stopped. Ah, uh, yes. They've stopped moving entirely. One of them, uh, still moving out of this cloud of daggers, uh, and he's stopped part way. And the daggers are slowly sort of twisting and moving around while hovering oh. in the air. So they're just cutting him up while he stands there. Lovely. I just shout up to everyone like, guys, we did it. Uh, we're now out of initiative. Uh, you guys get to freely move and talk around. Am I, can I just clear up something? I jumped down yes. into the fissure, the thing, to, to like the ravine to kind of help Eden. But then did Eden manage to get out? Yeah, go ahead. So yeah. I've, so Aiden's just fucking like by himself, just. Like... You didn't make it there in time. Oh man! <laughs> it was my turn. Was I supposed to wait in the thing for you no. to get? No. Aiden just lies down on the ground and just he's gonna be all emo and overdramatic and just. <laughs> Is there anything that you want to do? Do, do any of the demon ones have armor on? Uh, they don't have. Removable armor, no. Do any of the zombies have removable armor? No, they're, they're all wearing what looks to be peasant rags. Okay. Uh, the demons have uh, calcified patches of skin that are acting as armor. Nice. Um, can I take one of the flails? Yes, you can take one of the flails. There are three of the, these such flails. i take the one with the guy that I just killed. Erdin's not climbing out of the pit. He's staying lying down in the dirt. He's in the half. What we did was a minor time jump. Uh, what we're going to do now is establish what happened in that intervening time. What led us to this point a few days after um, the encounter at Tharansari with Lurgas at the end of last episode. Uh, what has happened, what the situation currently is, and that can help inform the characters with where they go from here, what decisions they want to make. Um, they've now got an opening to this pit. Um, 
There's nothing coming after them right now, but do they want to pursue things? We'll find out. So when uh, Lurgas disappeared, he turned into Eden, uh, or a facsimile thereof, and then just teleported away. What would you guys have wanted to wrap up in Tharansari before leaving? Well, we left... Left. Huh? What was there anything, or would you have just, like, you were outside the walls anyway, would you have just moved on from there, hunted them straight away? I mean, being like technicalities, we left Anarchist inside with real Eric, so collected Anarchist. That's also very true. <laughs> um, filled her in on what happened. Aye. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm done. I don't. The only thing I can think of is that we left, um... oh damn, what was the Undercity called? Uh, Untrithar. Untrithar, thank you. We kind of left that in like a strange situation, but like I don't see any way of tying that up quickly. That seems like if we were going to go down and deal with that, that would be a whole thing. So I'm happy to just, we just left it. I mean, Eric's back uh, and could be briefed on the specifics. Um, Untrithar strictly speaking, is still part of Tharansari. It's still under his rule um, uh, as things stand. Uh, it's just that elves don't like dealing with that down there, because that's all the undesirables. Uh, but it's possible for him to try and maintain some order, if that's something that you want to sort of give him the idea of. Could we tell him to suck it up and deal with not liking those people and be a nicer person and more inclusive of people and try and make their lives better by starting to put some of like the wealth and the niceness of up top down into Untrithar. Help those people. There are children down there. Otherwise we'll turn everyone against him. Erdin, I think he was kind of with you until you started talking about like redistributing the wealth and like elves and <laughs> all the other creatures being the same. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, kind of lost. Well, I don't, I don't, we just rescued. I, I think he owes us. We rescued him from that tower. Like he can start putting like a little bit of funds down downstairs. You know. I, I'm standing away. If you're saying this to him, you're all on your own. I don't. I don't. That's fine. I don't mind. Um, I say it nicely. She's nice about it, but. I'm going to say, certainly with one conversation, it's going to be impossible to convince him to enact sweeping social change, but. I will allow Amy um, a persuasion check to give him a nudge in that direction. Because, all right, because this is in the past, and because I haven't used any of my channel divinities, can I have used my channel divinity on that to add my plus five to the persuasion? Yes. Yeah. Uh, persuasion. And it won't count as a current use because. We're saying like this. Uh, 25, that is. All right. Um, he will accept that he will launch an investigation into the situation down there because he hasn't cared up to this point. He doesn't know the specifics. And that he'll, based on the information, try to make things a bit fairer. He won't go into any specifics. Um, he won't, uh, and, and he even assures you that this isn't going to be instant equality, but that he's going to just have a look into it. Okay, I take it. Fine. Uh, Eden will know that 
Eric is the kind of person who would keep his word on this sort of thing, um, but that he's going to have to be going against generations of growing up knowing that you're better than other people. So no matter what he learns about Tharansari, it's unlikely to bring about any quick change. It's the first step. Um, so if Amy maintains whispering in his ear, maybe eventually he'll become some sort of uh, egalitarian hippie. Well, I gotta start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What is Xander doing? So Xander, um, I for a moment um, I've forgotten that we hadn't re-encountered him uh, towards the end. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say now, originally I had planned that he was going to be uh, under the, the thumb of um, uh, Lurgas, but you guys didn't bump into him in the right sort of way, and so he never like came up as that thing. You just sort of like, left it, like, like you got him out of the way in Untrathar when he was like being convinced, uh, but we never got to the point where he was sold and on board with this. So he could have gone with you guys a certain ways, and then like he's just now like maybe a mile or so away, like facing up another lead. Um, or you could have decided, you know what, uh, I'm going to go and uh, hunt my own stuff while you guys deal with this. Like I want time on my own. He could stay in Tharansari with Eric and recuperate. What do you guys think would sort of? I think as far as Eridan's concerned, I think Eridan would have made a point to tell Xander about um, Lurgas. Hmm. Just kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, Xander is like another blood hunter. Like, here's this kind of demon, basically, doing all this bad stuff. Mm. Like, I don't know what he would do with that information, but like... I hey, think it would be know. thematic for him to want to pursue it. Um, but like, he, he's got a bit of a hard-headedness, uh, so he'd want to uh, overcome through actual perseverance or just stiff up a lip. He'd want to just kind of keep calm and carry on. Uh, he'd mm -hmm. want to not appear weak. So if the idea of um, there being a, a hunt that he could go on, he'd probably want to keep swimming in that direction. Uh, so Amy wouldn't be very happy about letting him out of her sight because hmm. we know that Begazor's going to comes and goes and they could take over Xander like any minute again. Hmm. So I'm leaning more towards that he only has just recently gone off and he's not gone that far. Because yeah, he could have joined you guys on the, the hunt uh, for a few days and then like just before you guys got to this ridge and discovered this pit, uh, he's like, oh, you know what, um, Ed and you're saying that there's this trail going this way and I'm seeing this other one going this way. Could just split and then meet up with him later on. Like during this short rest that you guys are taking, he could just like wander up and be like, oh, hey guys, what happened? What to Abby? Uh, yeah. Tomorrow? yeah, I don't mind that. That's all right. I think that would make more sense, wouldn't it? Hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. Oh, that's Irish. Not Irish. Gosh, yeah. darn. it's just going to be nothing but romance subplots, isn't it? Uh, and on, I mean, <laughs> on that note, I, me and Chanel have definitely like spent the last three days just like chatting and like friends but chatting mm. and sort of getting to know him a bit more so it's not quite so like super strangers it's you know we've mm. spent a few days me being baffled um, by every other thing he said 
not like we won't go into any of the in-depth stuff that needs to be talked about but it'll be like you know talking about what the plants are like here and what the people are like and what food is good to eat and that kind of thing like mm. more like a i definitely the world i definitely want to try and suss him out um if that's okay um i'm gonna maybe cast detect um have i got it prepared oh i got it prepared well, uh, well if it's in the past yeah, th th this would be like yeah. two or three days to have done this, oh, okay. so it doesn't matter. So if I wanted prepared. to maybe cast, um, have I got cast detect good and me? I've got uh, detect, let me look, let me search. Detect, no, detect magic. Uh, what have I got? Good, oh, I ain't got all. Um, can I detect to see if he's a any sort of like celestial being or anything like that, sort of something a little bit? Like he's come out of a jar, it's a bit weird. <laughs> I could probably tell you that he is. But okay. If you um, want to work that out for yourself, it's whether you... You could yeah. make a uh, religion or nature check. Well, both are plus one, so neither are great. But let's give it a go. Come on! Well, that's a seven. Okay. Make a second roll for the other skill. We'll say that's um, religion. <laughs> Uh, so make another roll for because you've okay. got a few days to make these checks. So. Well, that's still a five. <laughs> okay, um, he's got an equal chance of being an angel in human form or a baked potato. I mean, <laughs> I, I think he's both. Isn't he? I think, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that is fine. Mm. And in that time as well, I know it's probably a little bit. Oh, where are you going? I might be want to try and communicate with home to see if everything at home is okay. Make sure okay, they've not been yeah. invaded or anything. On that note as well, vaguely relating, what do we do with your siblings? They escaped. Didn't they, Drew? <laughs> we got them out, but they came All with right. them, didn't they? And then... Yeah. Uh, they'll probably they want to, to go home. Total off on their way home, yeah. They're yeah. A bit, they're a bit homey, homey birdied people. Hmm. Okay, so siblings uh, go off home. Xander okay. came with you. Uh, Eric briefed on stuff and is handling things back in Tharansari. Um, Eden, I imagine, sort of like offering apologies uh, to him uh, and just like, I really got to go and get this thing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and get I the thing. Communicate with yeah, I think I want to make it known that. So I'm, well, I'm going to be just blunt, and I'm just going to say, um, I think I've found some things out about about me. Um, I think it's time to come clean. Uh, so as you uh, tweet and uh, growl, just generally at the wind, uh, after uh, a few days, you get this strong breeze coming up from the south. And uh, on it are carried these small seeds, uh, small seeds being from the woodland that you grew up in, uh, with the arrangement that they land in your hand uh, and you then dropping them uh, into the other hand as you crush them up. Uh, you, the pattern that it makes gives you a very clear communique um, that your family is willing to explore this with you. But they would rather do it 
in person and that when you have the time to swing by home that'll be the time to confront them about it which may okay. or may not be the next plot line <laughs> um well i'm going to say um I'm going to say, well, Vaughn and Tia have been up to their usual tricks again, and I think they're on the way back to you. Cool. Um, they'll they'll be made aware of that as you send this message on a sort of twilight bark of natural events. Okay. Um, while Erden uh, is leaving the city, um, a uh, serving girl will uh, approach, uh, give you a brief. Uh, nod and present you with a small tray with some uh, felt over the top. Uh, pulling it aside, it's obvious that this is a gift uh, that's been uh, given to you by someone who has the, the clout and the money to have someone just randomly come up to you in the street and give you gifts. There's an oil with a small letter, uh, a vial of oil, uh, a letter explaining the contents of it, um, uh, along with some tastier road snacks uh trail rations that aren't just hard tack and uh, jerkied meat the oil according to the letter is something that you can apply to any blade and so long as the blade is prepared with the oil every single day at sunup then it will give it a magical sheen it will count as a magical blade for overcoming resistance for overcoming what sorry uh, overcoming like magical resistances. There are some creatures that take less damage if it's not a magic weapon. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to need to remember to do all that. Does we the letter, just... most importantly, does the letter say who it's from? Uh, the letter has uh, a trademark stamp at the bottom of it uh, suggesting that it's from uh, an alchemist somewhere in the city. Um, but it'll be clear to you um, uh, either just from the, the layout of this thing or from conversations had later on. Um, this will be a, a gift from someone that you know, someone high up. Erden uh, calls after the, the... Was it like the... You said like a serving girl or something? Kind of? Yeah. Like, who, who, who is this Who is this from? Where, where did this come from? Not Shall I look? Oh, sorry. <laughs> certain if I should say so. Well, you sh you should tell me where it's from. Come on. Only if you don't say that I told. Oh no, of course not. Of course not. Lady Eden, sir. Oh. Um. Okay. Uh. And and how much do I owe for this? It is a gift, sir. Um. Okay. That 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 can be right. But sure. Okay. I'll I'll deal with this. Thank you. Uh, she nods and scurries off on her way. Cool. What am I putting that as? Was it like magical oil or something? Yes. Um, it's It's got plenty of uses in it. The, the vial's substantial, so you, you've got a good hundred uses out okay. of that one vial of oil. And it'll last for the whole day that you oil the weapon up in. A <clears throat> hundred days is long enough that I don't think I have a need to worry about it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I could, you know, have it for the, the other person that, that has a sword in, in the party. Yeah. <laughs> I think we both know that wouldn't even occur to Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. I had a magic sword. <laughs> Me as Daniel apologises. 
<laughs> so sorry for him. I got his flail. Uh, so, uh, seeing as we seem to be catching up to um, sort of modern times, uh, this flail, you spent an hour with it, sort of uh, looking it over. Uh, the handle is made out of something's bone. It's not clear, uh, but it's definitely worked. It's been um, sanded down and smoothed uh, to make this uh, shaped handle. The head of it looks to have been something's skull. There's a giant eye socket where a spike is coming out. Uh, the spikes are all metal, uh, and so is the, the metal chain. Uh, spikes seem to be natural protrusions capped in metal, with the exception of the one from this singular eye socket uh, on the front. It's like a miniature beholder's head, uh, but with all the tentacles stripped off and this spike coming out the eye. Um, it's definitely got some magical properties. It's not naturally in itself infernal, but its time with demons has sort of left this taint on it. Uh, it's not a cursed item that you can tell, but you'd certainly ring some alarm bells by using it in some, in certain circles. All right. But if no. it's around someone like a paladin uh, or an angel for uh, a certain period of time, then eventually that'll just wash away. So do I need to attune to it? Uh, you do need to attune to it. Uh, <laughs> striking the ground with it as an action uh, will allow you to uh, create small fissures in the ground, uh, as long as they're within 80 feet of you. Right. Um, what was my is there like an amount of times I can do that in a day, or is that...? Uh, it is a two times per day. It regenerates on the rise of the moon. Right. Uh, and then what about its actual attacks? Uh, other than that, it counts as a morning star. Right. Uh, it's magical, but only in its to hit. doesn't add extra damage. Right. Well, I just start swinging it around as we waited. <laughs> oh, this is gross. <laughs> <laughs> Not really my style, but... <laughs> hmm. uh, I suppose we'll have uh, Xander turn up at the end of your short rest. So if you want to <laughs> heal any, you can spend yeah. some hit dice. Um, roll those. Oh, God, uh, yeah. After... Like triple checking the rules. Um, yeah, uh, short rest are you roll a hit die, add your constitution modifier, heal that much, and then if you want to, you can choose to roll another one. Um, previously, I've said, and I don't think I have on this stream, but at certain points previously, when we've taken short rests uh, in this or other games, uh, I've said you need to select beforehand how many hit dice you roll. And so it's like a, a guesswork thing. Uh, but that is not strictly the case. I've been doing that wrong. Uh, okay. Can I just feel, I want to be like swinging it around when Xander shows up. <laughs> okay. Uh, swinging it around, uh, just narrowly missing him, sort of leaning back and dodge as he rounds a corner. <laughs> Did I miss something? Oh, yeah. Big fight. You'd have loved it. <sighs> Couldn't save anyone, though. He then shoots a dirty look at Erden. Oh, don't worry about him. He, he missed it too. <laughs> still swinging this thing. Erden's <laughs> still laying in the dirt. <laughs> As he started like dragging some of the dirt over him. Just like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, watching him do this, I'm like, I, I could help you with that. 
with the flail. <laughs> you want to go back under? <laughs> no, just leave me. <laughs> so this fight, um, he looks down um, the uh, the ridge into the valley uh, where the, the pit is, and all these still-standing zombies, just standing still. Um, one of them is just like the front part of a zombie. The back has been entirely cut up by this cloud of daggers by this point, and is just mulch on the ground. Yeah. Did you do um, that? Which bit? What, the mulch one? Freezing them all in place like that. It just seemed to happen when we killed the people, the big demons, the ones in charge, and then I pointed at the body. I just found demons? Yeah. Oh. He then pulls find? out of uh, his pack uh, two skins of badgers that he then tosses to the ground. Found a badger nest. Killed badgers? That's horrible. Thunder. That's not very nice. Did you at least save all of their meat to eat? Because you might, like, at least make the kill be for a reason. Uh, yeah, I've, I've just taken the skins off because I wanted to tan them. Okay. Well, I'll forgive you this time. Where I needed forgiveness. <laughs> then goes and perches on a rock uh, and starts... Uh, Sort of scalping, uh, not not scalping. What was it? When when you're shaving the hair off tanned skin, you, that. So, what now, guys? I'm gonna just stay in the woods. And just, <laughs> I'll just live here from now on. Adam, come on! Like, no, <laughs> look, it's all teamwork. We all nothing. have You you did everything. You no, helped Anakis get out of. The thing. I pulled her down into the pit and, oh, and after last week in the city, it was just embarrassing. And... Uh, oh, stop feeling sorry for yourself. <laughs> we all have Get bad up. days. It's okay. Mm. But we got, we'll go down underneath and then then maybe, maybe you're saving all your strength for going underneath. Yeah. Don't you need to go find um, leg gas anyway? Exactly. And he's down so... the pit. Give my is it not worth us, Is it not worth us maybe um oh in fact shall I cast does anybody need any healing? No, I, we rest well I did Tara needs emotional healing. <laughs> <laughs> I took hit die, so I, well I'm like one away, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Shenny Elf will um uh, query why is it chasing this person? I understand his nature. Um but, uh, he has he has a sword that Eden wants. It's called the what's it called? The Fayblade. Is that what it's called? Or I got that from somewhere else. Um, do you know what it is? Do you know of it? Have you ever heard of the Fayblade before? I have not. No. Well, we're going after this blade. And you know, we just—he's evil, so you know. Well, that too. Kill him, and oh, I don't know. Look at all, all these people that are like zombies. They were people that he is like enslaved, so we have to stop him being able to do that. There's great evil here. We should not descend into that hole. Why not? It's evil. But we have to seek out and stop the evil, right? Isn't that why you're you're here to help us stop the evil? I came to warn, attempt to retrieve you, Amriel. Who? 
Okay. Uh, a A Amy. Um, a Amy. Amy's not short for anything. Amy's just my full name. Just I don't know. I, okay. Um. Okay, and retrieve me and take me where? Could I just roll? Uh, want to do some sort of? Would I recognise that name? And we are. Uh, you can roll a religion check. Um, Danielle's like a weird angel person who's going to get mixed up with anyone. It'll be. Oh, ten. Ten. Um, it sounds vaguely angelic. Um, so it's, it's probably an angel or a demon, something of that sort. Okay. But you don't know any specifics. If we continue to go down there, surely we'll be overwhelmed by them. I mean, maybe, but what other option do we have? Would another blade suffice even? You know of another blade? I do not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, all of our eyes lit up and then just immediately shut <laughs> I think it has to be that exact one, right, Eden? Yeah. So, but we'll be fine. Yeah, you know what? I'm. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Amy. You, you, you carry on. I'm coming home to this idea now, though. Um, see, even Adam's on my side, and that never happens. <laughs> I mean, if you want some more lightning damage, I'm going to need to take a, a rest, a long rest, a long rest. If you want that bad boy again. My worry is about we don't know what's down there and what might come back up and if more of those flying things show up as well um we'll require well, like, a longer rest to get your strength yeah is there any way that we can see that we could take cover uh Cheniel then closes his eyes and begins glowing <laughs> the light spreads throughout the entire camp and then recedes down uh, Xander doesn't even look up, he just sort of squints slightly while he's still tanning <laughs> the skin. Uh, so cool. All of you feel like you've had the benefit of a long rest. Chanel! <gasps> oh, nice! Chanel, you are crazy. <laughs> what? What, right? What? How can Great you do crap. that? How can you make us, how can you give us that strength back? And fly? And I am not questioning it. <laughs> it is exhausting something that i can not maintain but from time to time did i establish i i remember doing a check on him he came back as an angel didn't he yes Shania. yeah he did okay that's fine um what's well, so, that right so you exhausted now so have you helped us but now messed up your own strength not the words i would use <laughs> you tired yourself out Yes. Oh, wait, right. Okay. I'm really, really grateful. I really am for everything. And I know that you're trying to help when you teleported us down there. Um, and you're like, you're your own, you know, you can make your own decisions and stuff. But maybe we should talk about things before you just do things because then we don't get into like bad situations. I will admit I'm not used to this kind of communication. Okay. Well, we, we just need more communication. Communication is what keeps the team going. 
oddly, this is the least communicative I've ever felt. Our minds are usually all connected when we're home. I'm home. That must be weird and exhausting. My, my mind is connected to my mind. Okay. <laughs> where, where, where would you, you said you always came to retrieve someone, me apparently, but I, where and take back where? Where are you from? Uh, at this, uh, Xander will uh, interrupt. He's nicked oh, himself uh, at the end of his finger uh, and he sucks the end of it to stop the bleeding uh, and then uh, gets up, throws the skins down. If we're rested and ready, can we just go down and kill something? Xander, that's very rude. We were having a conversation. I mean, it's and it not was wrong. a lovely conversation. Really, I, I was riveted by everything this monotone, tall, whatever this guy is. He's great. I'm glad you're all having fun. Hey. I've got an itchy blade. I don't appreciate your sarcasm, mister. Point my finger at him and scowl. <laughs> but then grin. Like, I, I can't hold back like laughing. <laughs> but... Uh, he then turns to Eden. Look, you need that sword. Sword's down there. You think the sword's down there? How do we know the sword's down there? I can um, detect it. Right. And it was down there, apparently. Well, if it's down there, let's go down there. It's, what, a bunch of uh, statues, zombies, and maybe a few demons? I can handle a few demons. Oh, I, <laughs> oh, I hate him so much. <sighs> Trying to work out what Erdogan would do in this situation. Kick him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I don't want to cast. How long does locate object last for? Is it just a? Is it just a one off? I think it may very well be instantaneous, but let's double check. And it can... uh, but oh, it's one action. Well, it's you've one action. Recovered well, all of your spells, though. Oh, locate object is concentration up to ten minutes. It's been an hour, more than an hour since you uh. last cast it. But you've got all your spell slots back, so if you... I do, but I only have two uh, slots mm. at third level. Oh, oh no, it's at second. It's second, isn't it? Yeah, it's second. It oh, is I'll a just second cast level it. Spell. All right, let's just cast it, right. Boom! Uh, the object is still there in exactly the same position that it was. Right. I would. I just say to the group, Are we, would you like to go? I know where yeah. it is. We've got to just okay. go, haven't we? That? Which is the safest way to go? Can we tell? Um, uh, there seems to be only one way down. Uh, you're basically going to have to go underground, and that pit that's been dug is the only thing that you can see. Okay. Aye. Sorry, what was that, Kerry? Um, I'm saying Del that. <laughs> yes. Del well, um, I could go first. I have, um, I don't know if you're remembering, but uh, I have a, a special crystal that um, I'm invisible to undead, apparently, from what I can tell. I haven't been able to test it much, but, you know, using all my, um, you know, knowledge and, you know, my huge wealth of experience, I, I think that's what it is. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll lead the way. You can all follow. Um, and Xander, I guess we can allow you to follow along. If you're well behaved. That sounds like a great idea, Eden. I'm so glad you're feeling better. 
I just sort of rolled my eyes and I'm like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> well, you know, um, you know, let's, let's, yeah, this is why we're here. We're going to stop the evil and get the sword or whatever. Yes, you know, come on, let's, uh, let, 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 let's go. Let, let's, let's do something. Yeah. Uh, Xander takes uh, two daggers uh, out of the, the sheaths at his belt, flips them around his fingers, Ugh. grabs them in the same position again, and then throws them back into the sheaths. Rolls his shoulders. Let's go. Very impressive. Can Airden do something similarly? Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me a, a sleight of hand check. I don't really know what yet. Oh, what's high? Sleight of hand. Oh, 20. 20 altogether. Ooh, not not nice. an at 20. So, so what does Airden do to, to show off? That's, that's, that's I don't know. I've got a rapier and a crossbow. Um, I have no idea. You could quickly juggle them in the air. Yeah, before like throwing them into the respective holsters and sheaths. I think, I think maybe like take out my rapier and like throw it into the air and then like just like hold out you know the the sheath <laughs> and let it just fall in. Just, yeah, just, oh, I, that. yeah, the tiniest of side glances at Xander. Cheniel <laughs> will lean in towards Amy. Should I be doing something? Yeah, go for it. Uh, <laughs> He then takes out the lace from his boot, throws it into the air, and lets it drop on the ground while he still looks up. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was very impressive, Chanel. Is there something I can call you that's shorter than that? Because, no offence, but have you got like Shen. a nickname? Yeah. Shen. Shen. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Don't know if I like it. <laughs> don't know if I like it. To no, Nelly. I think it's gonna. Have to go <laughs> um, you might want to like retie that before we go. <laughs> and he bends down, uh, goes to tie it. Uh, so uh, as you guys get closer to this pit, um, the cloud of daggers has uh, dissipated by now. Um, was it, it lasts for a minute, ten minutes, something like that? Shorter lived than an hour, uh, I suspect. This is where we look at it and see, oh, it's an eight-hour-long thing. <laughs> we all slowly edge through the cloud. <laughs> yeah, no, just a minute. Just a minute. Okay, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, uh, as you guys move through this crowd of zombies sort of standing, you can tell that there's a modicum of animation within them that they are standing because they are compelled to. If all semblance of unlife was released from their bodies, they would collapse, but they haven't. So something's keeping them going, but not allowing them to move. Uh, you maneuver past them. Uh, you can hear as you're moving between their bodies, the raspy breath being constantly sucked in oh. to their bodies as if they're trying desperately to do something that they remember doing in life, breathing, but they don't breathe out again. And one of them's got a hole in the side of his rib cage where the air is just constantly flowing out as he breathes in, in this raspy croak. You reach the top of the pit and you see that it is uh, a helix spiral walkway down. It looks to go down until 
the light doesn't reach anymore. Uh, it's now well into night. Without another source of light, you'll only be able to see about 60 feet in front of you. Have, have we all got... Oh, I think you're muted, Abby, if you're trying to see something. Can I just find a little stone somewhere? Yep, there's lots of small bits of debris. And just throw it. Oh, do we want to go stealth, though? Oh. It's a walkway down, it's not a drop, I think. Oh, is it? Oh, ignore that, then. Yeah, there's a a spiral walkway around the edge of this pit. Heading down. Sorry, yeah. It's stealth. Are you able to see, Carrie? Or is Amy able to see? Because everyone else has got dark vision, I think, don't we? Mm. I am able to see. Uh... Have I got that vision? Uh, I think so. Yeah, you're uh, tifling, aren't you? Yeah. Because I've got yep. torches we could light, but, you know, like then it wouldn't be very stealthy and I don't know. Uh, yeah, I am able to see. Cool. cool. Um, so yeah, uh, you guys start heading down. So it's Eden first, yeah? Yeah, and I've got the stone, which apparently makes me invisible to the undead, although it also makes me appear undead. Hmm. Okay. So Erden's first. Who's uh, this walkway? Uh, by the way, is about seven feet wide. So you could mm. walk two abreast, but if a fight breaks out, you're going to be in each other's way. Um, that means that there's going to be a fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go next behind Erden. <laughs> behind Erden. Yeah, okay. knowing that I can like take the most maximum people. And should we have okay. the two spellcasters at the back? Yeah, probably. I'll keep, yeah, so Chanel will be behind me because I'm keeping him close because I know that he's now super squishy because he used everything. And then Xander as well. Yeah. As he worked it somehow, so he's at the back with Eden. Uh, he has. Uh, he <laughs> is uh, walking with Eden at the back. Uh, surprise. <laughs> he, oh, he's got to protect the flank. Uh huh. Who's flank? <laughs> <laughs> My flank. <laughs> it's dark down there as well. Is he like sneaking? You know, like oh, oh, sorry, I must have bumped, bumped against you. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> He's not a serial groper. <laughs> I don't know. We've not known him that long. <laughs> like nighttime in a club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yes. he seems the type. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys begin descending down. There are. Uh, groups of zombies basically every like 20 to 30 feet uh, on this walkway there are seemingly hundreds of them that you pass each of them frozen still Um, one of them uh, apparently uh, frozen uh, in a position that he wasn't able to maintain and so his arms have been torn from his sockets and are still holding on to this sack of rocks that are at his feet on this slope. Um, one of them uh, has been impaled in the wall by a rogue wheelbarrow uh, that, when he was frozen, just rolled onto him and pushed him into the wall, the handle piercing into his hip. Uh, he's still not moving. Everyone notices that their eyes are still open and they are following you. Except for Eden. The eyes are not following Eden. Can I tell that? You'll notice that... Well, you being at the front, you'll notice that their eyes don't 
move. But once okay. you've gone past and other people come up in the rear, they'll notice the eyes following them. Cool. So unless someone <laughs> says something to Erden, they'll just be blissfully ignorant. We'll I just, I, I'll whisper over Erden's shoulder and say, I think Lycus might be watching us through these creatures. Shouldn't we kill them then? It's too many. It would take too long. They're all frozen. And he's, already, he's already seen us coming down here. Like, let's just... If that, as long as they're still, still under attack, if we start killing them, he might send them to kill us. Let's just keep going. Mm. Okay. Okay. Can I get any sense of how, of how long they have been undead? Um, it'll take you a full not undead, but uh, to get to the bottom of this pit. So by then, um, you'll have passed enough of them to get a good sense without needing to make a roll. Okay. Um, these guys have been undead for a few months. Um, the diseases seem to be posthumous. They weren't sick before they died. They've somehow got sick afterwards. And you know that that's not usual for undead. Amy, are you sure... You know, um, I think Eden has a point. We could maybe just—I have fire. We could burn them just as we go. Just, just like them. I, I just don't think that's a good idea. I think, I think he's stopping them moving on us for a reason. Hmm. And I think that if we start attacking them, we're on a very small walkway, or halfway up a very, very deep pit. If we fall off here, we'll probably die. And there are too many of them for us to try and overcome in this space. I think it's just that I think we just gotta keep going. Aaron's hmm. not convinced, but he'll he won't do anything. I mean I can I can use two cantrips. I can create a bonfire and then I can control the flames all the way down if needed. I, I really think that attacking them is a bad idea. Um this isn't gonna lead directly into a combat. This is just to determine a thing. Could Everyone briefly roll for initiative. Oh, well, that's not promising, is it? <laughs> oh, dear. I got five together. I've been rolling really badly today. I mm. am as well. Three! I also got three. Okay. Look at us being crappy together. <laughs> <laughs> All of you, while you're uh, quickly discussing um, in these hushed whispers, you, you can feel the air getting more oppressive around you and your voice is echoing against these walls and you try to keep your voices down so as not to be overheard um, you then see out the corner of your eyes one of the corpses falling down diving down into the pit and then after about 20 seconds you then hear splat you then see Xander two daggers in his hand seems to be fine to kill them well, I still don't think that we have time to be trying to kill every single one of these. Stop doing that. Also, on from that, can I work out how far down the pit goes? Yeah, um, from uh, top to the bottom, uh, it's going to be about three hundred feet. Uh, the fact Ooh. that this is uh, a spiral descent uh, means that you'll be travelling for a good couple of miles. Right. So yeah, we don't want to fall off this thing. So I don't think starting a fight is a good idea. Xander. Oh, sorry, you're 
Sorry. Um, if he is some sort of demon and he's watching and he might be listening, if I was just to talk in Infernal, would he respond? Telepathic? Right. Uh, okay. Um, what's his name? I can't find his name. Legas. Legas, yeah. Legas. Yeah. Um, Legas, are you there? Are you saying it's out loud or in your head? Yeah, out loud. Every single zombie that's still standing, <gasps> their jaws unhinge. Oh. Some of them sort of cricking to the side slightly as if something's gone wrong with the hinge. And then you hear this long exhalation from all of them. And then this unified drone. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just I look at everyone just like really pointedly. <laughs> See? Let's just keep me, going. Me and Nookie are like... Erdin's going to tell off Xander. Sorry, Abby, I, I interrupted you again. But... Right. It, yeah, that's, like... Xander, what, what is this? You've just killed one of these things, and we decided as a group that we're not doing that apparently just now, which I'm agreeing with. And you're not even part of this group. We've we've graciously let you tag along. So, you know, you can stand at the back and you can follow us along and you can, I don't know, make sure nothing attacks us from the rear. Who, who do you think you are? Uh, uh, just going off on your own and this, this lone wolf rogue thing. It's just childish. Now, give me, give me those daggers. You can have them back later on. I presume uh, this isn't going to work. He... Shoves the daggers into the sheath uh, and tries to push past you with his shoulder. How does Erdin react? Uh, <laughs> Erdin doesn't let him. I don't know. Not well. He doesn't want to let him push back. I don't know. Do, do, do you want to? Like, I, I don't know. Like grab his arm, stop him from going. Yes, I think Erdin yeah. would. Although Erdin is not. He's quite slight and kind of. Elvish. Using either strength or charisma, give me an intimidation check. Oh dear. Well, both the same. Oh shit, 19. Nice. Um, so you've got the opportunity to, you, you've grabbed his arm, pulled him in close, um, and he seems shocked just by this power move immediately. Um, what do you say to him? Oh, Erdin's been waiting for this for what seems like months. Um, you will be respectful more to the members of the group or that's it you can, I don't know, I mean we were going to kill you at one point, would you like things to go back to being that way um, just, you know meet us halfway here Amy suggested we don't kill and we all seem to decide that so we're not killing them just now and if one of us decides to change that it'll be one of us, you're not part of this group at least not just now slowly takes the daggers out and like thrusts them into your chest uh, for you to collect them. <laughs> like he doesn't stab you, sorry. Like 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 side on. He's no, but I'm just amazed that he actually did it. Uh he doesn't meet your eyes at all. Then he tries to pull his arm away and just sort of like slink off towards the middle of the group. It is just taking a moment just to like you know, this is going in the vault. Can I, I'll, just, I'll just pat Eden on the shoulder and just whisper, like, come on, we should keep going. Yeah. 
Uncle Pet Xander. <laughs> that was a bit humiliating. <laughs> yes. I mean, from Airden. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you go to Compazanda, he's sort of like leaning against uh, the wall, like one foot kicked up, just looking down at the ground. What would Eden say? I know you wanted to kill them. I wanted to kill them too, but not worth upsetting the whole group over. We, they, do things differently than we do. And sometimes that means you have to compromise even when you don't want to. Maybe we can go find something to kill later? Just wanted to do something. Later. We are doing something. Once we get to kill something at some point, I need I'm... to let this out. Just stay calm. I'm sure there will be killing coming up. He uh, kicks off uh, the wall. So he leans forward to make sure that no one else is uh, watching, and then uh, puts <clears throat> his hand uh, sort of partly on Eden's shoulder, partly on uh, the side of her neck, uh, and brings her head in close, so his forehead to forehead with her, um, uh, and says, well, the only one that has embraced this dark part of me, when the time comes, will be with me when it's loose. Yes? Like, I'll put my hand on his cheek and just nod. Then I'll play along. I'll behave. You. Think of it like a game. A very not fun game. Critter and Hitter is a D&D live play podcast, edited from a bi-weekly live stream. It features Daniel from Detailer Woodworking, Kerry from Tabletop Crafter, Laura from Darkmoon Dice, Abby from Trade and Tested, and all run by Drew Murray from Master Tier Gaming. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and find us on iTunes and leave us a little review.